Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. When it comes to scientists, San Diego has a lot of them. UC San Diego has the ninth largest group of highly cited researchers in the world, and it's close to passing UC Berkeley and Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Gary Robbins covered this story. Gary, tell me about this list, the criteria, and why UCSD uh, is on the list. Well, if you're going to be on a list, this is the list to be on in the world of science. Um, the only people on this list are among the, the most highly cited people in the world in their field. So, for example, if you're a biologist and you're really at the top of your game and you publish papers that get cited in other papers by other scientists, you know, you're, you're regarded as, as very good. <clears throat> and the people on this list are really at the very, very top of all that. Um, uh, which is, is pretty extraordinary. You have to be really productive. You have to be really creative. In many cases, your work needs to be something that could go to product supplies or services, something that's useful within society, particularly, say, in the field of medicine. Uh, that would be one of those places. Um, so this uh, company, Clarivate, in uh, Britain every year takes a look and says, all right, you know, who are the very top ones? Uh, they've been doing it every year for a while. Uh, they ended up saying that, all right, here are the 6,000 most cited scientists in the world. And when you break down the figures, you find out that you, about 2,600 of those scientists are from the United States. The largest group are from the United States. And that there's a very large group of those people from San Diego County, like 88 of them. Um, the, you know, if you take Oliver County. So that's a, that's a lot of brain power in just one region. And, and most of those people are within a 20 mile radius of each other. So we have this tremendous amount of brain power right here in our county that's disproportionate to most other places in the world. Um, UC San Diego alone has 56 people on that list. Some of those people, including Rob Knight, are on the list in more than one category. It's considered to be something really Extraordinary to be in two categories. Well, Rob is in four categories. He studies the biome um, in other parts of the human body, but what's really interesting lately about him is he set up this system at UC San Diego during the pandemic to test groundwater coming from the buildings to find out if there was any uh, COVID in it. Um, and by doing that, you could say, oh, you know, if it turned out to be positive, you would say, okay, somebody in those buildings has uh, COVID, and then you can get a backtrack and see who was in the building during certain hours and, and identify people who might be totally unaware that they had become infected. Early on, this proved to be incredibly useful in seeing um, you know, where things might be a problem around campus. Um, and then they expanded the testing to every building on campus, and it was one more way to identify a problem before it became a big problem. And this allowed UC San Diego to be one of the first major universities, uh, research universities to really emerge from the pandemic. Uh, that university is now back in operating with a record 43,000 students. Wow, that is really incredible. Um, well, what are some of the specialties UCSD is known for? It's particularly in the, the sciences and the medical sciences, um, developing new ways of looking at medicine. Like uh, for example, exploring Alzheimer's disease. How does it occur? What can you do about it? What can you do about Parkinson's disease? What are the novel pathways you can do? What can you do to a protein, for example, um, to keep it healthy? Or what can you do to a molecule 
to possibly turn it into some type of useful drug. Um, so it's a matter of finding ways to work with things that lead to drugs or to therapies, particularly in areas like COVID-19. Um, one of the people that one uh, that's on this list is actually not at UC San Diego. He's just down the street. His name is Artem Patapushin. He won the Nobel Prize this year in, um, in medicine uh, for his work with these kinds of things. So generally in our county, most of the people tend to be in the broader fields of health and in medicine and in engineering, the design of products and processes um, you know, that are used in everyday life, the medications we take. Uh, the type of things we use when we're sick, uh, the way we help the elderly uh, to move about. So prim primarily, but not exclusively, health, medicine, life science. Well, it seems like UC San Diego has always had a strong presence as a science you know, and research university, but is it on the rise for any reason in particular? Well, it was built to be the way that it turned out. UC San Diego is 61 years old. It was founded in 1960. When they founded it, you know, um, you may remember that that would just be a few years after the uh, Russians put the uh, satellite Sputnik into orbit for the first time in, in 1957. That was the first man-made satellite. And it was a symbol of the, um, of the Cold War between the United States and the US and the beginning of the space race. So with all of these things going on, everybody understood that um, these two uh, countries, countries really needed to be powers in science and engineering. Um, and so the federal government made, made all kinds of money available to do things like expand and create universities. States did that too. So in California, they expanded the number of University of California campuses. They did it not only because, to be powers in science, but because the states, um, uh, the, the state's population was growing. So when they built UC San Diego, they essentially put it on top of the Scripps Institution of Oceanography, which had existed for years. In fact, Scripps during World War II became a major research center where it helped the Navy figure out how to better identify enemy submarines. So we have this long history in this county of science and military. In fact, we used to build a lot of fighter aircraft here. We built the Atlas rockets uh, here in the uh, in the 1950s and 60s. So it was a natural place for UC San Diego to take hold. And when they put, you know, the very first people that they hired on that campus focused on engineering and science. And frankly, that's where most of the money is when it comes to, um, uh, comes to research. So UC San Diego, unlike most institutions, had a head start. It was put on top of Scripps research, uh, of, of Scripps oceanography, and it just exploded into this larger thing that over time has become extraordinary. I find it remarkable that UC San Diego is only 61 years old, but it is almost at the same point when it comes to these people as Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which is 160 years older, or uh, it just passed Oxford University, which is centuries older. So that speaks to the buildup of scientists and, and medical people and engineers in this county. Yeah, it's a remarkable accomplishment. Who are the universities to beat? You know, the top few right now. And uh, is UCSD continued to, is UCSD expected to continue to climb the ranks? I think that it will based on what I know. For example, just a few minutes before we, before we started talking here, 
I finished a story about a new building that is opening on Thursday called Design and Innovation. Um, and that's going to be a major research building that focuses primarily on developing student researchers to become, become entrepreneurs, designers, people like that, people who really design the next generation of products. You'll see a lot of money flowing to that for, for, so, many, for, for so many reasons. The health sector here in our county is getting ever bigger. Um, and there'll be um, bigger opportunities for the university to grow and to coordinate and work with other institutions, including, I need to point out, Cal State San Marcos up in North County, which has been growing and is going to be getting a major uh, engineering complex of its own. So everything is on a growth cycle here. I think the thing that's super industry, inter interesting here, Christy, is what they'll be looking at. You may have been seeing in recent days a movie or a TV series on Netflix called Years and Years. This was originally an HBO BBC series about a family and the crazy things going on in the family. And uh, there's a child in the family. I think she's about 13 or 14. And she tries to live as an avatar, projecting things onto her face. And the parents don't know how to deal with it. And then they sit down and have a conversation. And the young girl tells her parents, I'm trans. And they say, okay, you know, we, we respect gender and sexuality, whatever you want is fine with us. And she says, no, that's not what I mean. I'm transhuman or I want to be transhuman. In other words, you, you fuse the body with mechanics and computers. So there's this whole idea that, you know, perhaps you could take an individual like yourself and you preserve your brain and all that you are emotionally and intellectually, but you don't need your body so much. So this whole field known as transhuman, transhumanism is coming up. And it sounds so far out there, but I don't think anymore that it is. Um, the, the, you know, the way that we are developing the human body and what we can do, the abilities that we're giving the body and preserving the mind and allowing our mind through computer chips and social media to communicate with the world that's where the, the, the young girl in the, in the movie series wants to be. She just wants to be essentially wetware, you know, someone who is her DNA and her cells and her brain cells, but not someone with physical limbs. She, she thinks she can live forever and be robust forever and enthralled forever. So it's going to be very interesting to see where these students at this major research university that is so strong in engineering and science and medicine is gonna go when it comes to questions like that, fusing the human body with the mechanical body. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, very. Yes. Okay, well, thank you, Gary. You're welcome. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. I'm Christy Totten, host of the San Diego News Fix. Thanks for listening.